Fred Film Radio from Trieste Science and Fiction Film Festival, Italy. Fred Film Radio, this is Chiara Nicoletti from the 23rd edition of Trieste Science Fiction Festival. I'm glad to be with Alan Friel, who just presented as an Italian premiere in the Spazio Italia section, Walken. So, welcome. Thank you, thank you. It's very nice to be here. Very nice to be here. What a fabulous festival. See, yes, that, that's what I wanted to know. First of all, how is Tiesta treating you? And uh, so your film was just presented to the Italian audience. How did it go? I mean, amazing. It couldn't have gone any better. The, the festival, everybody who's running it has been looked after so well. Just the cinema in the Rossetti Opera Theatre, that, that, that's stunning. So we're so happy that can kind of, um, you know, it, Even from as soon as we got here, we've been looked after. It's been great to see some great films during the rest of the film festival as well. So, yes, very, very happy. I couldn't be happier for, because it's the European premiere yes. last night. So to have it here feels very special. How would you describe Walken to our listeners? So it's a sci-fi thriller. It's a psychological sci-fi thriller that... Um, starts off as one thing and then ends up as very something else by the end of the film. And um, it's got an environmental message, mm -hmm. basically just warning about um, as humans, we might not be the best at looking after ourselves. Mm -hmm. As in, we, we, may, we, may be, we may be the cause of our own demise if we're not careful. Uh, what's the genesis of Walken? Um, you know what? It's, it's a funny story. Um, Years ago, I met up with a friend of mine, another director, Billy O'Brien. So we're mm -hmm. old, old college friends. As an exercise, we, the night before, I said, okay, let's meet for lunch tomorrow, but we each have to come with three ideas for a film. Hmm. So we don't, have, we don't have time to think about it too fast. And one of the ideas um, that I came with was um, a woman wakes up on an island and she's got no memory and she has no memory of the people who are nursing her back to health. Hmm. And that was it. That was just the idea. So um, that was the start of it. And then years of development are kind of built from there. Um, but essentially it was, okay, to make a film on a budget, so one location, I tried to make it on a budget, one location with four people. So it kind of grew over the years, but, um, but that was the start of it. I have to say that after the pandemic, it always feels weird for me to talk about, for example, dystopian futures as it always feel, feels like a possibility now and not really science fiction. Uh, so what do you think about that? And how did you play with this, let's say, kind of a change in the audience perception uh, to, uh, of what could really happen in the future? I mean, it's funny because there's an, there's an element of my film where there's a virus um, mm -hmm. and I won't give too much away. But this was written before COVID. So I yeah. wrote it before COVID. Now, it, the good thing about it is that it's not the main thing. There's other stories on top of it. But I wrote it as a kind of warning about this could happen. And uh, so then it was really funny kind of like because we were, we were very close to getting Woken made and then the pandemic happened. And then I was like, oh no, nobody's going to want to see a film about the pandemic. But as I said, luckily it's only a small part of it. So it definitely changed in that um, it made it more relevant in what was in my film. It made it more relevant for the audience because they can believe it is a reality. 
And uh, so it, it was a huge thing for that. I mean, I think there is, there was also, I was a little bit worried that people might be so sick of COVID yeah. and virus and stuff. And I think that's true. I think there's an element, of, I think people want a kind of different stories and stuff. So I feel very lucky that um, my film isn't just about that, if you know what I mean. So um, it's a, I wrote the whole film as a kind of warning for the future, going if we're not careful, we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're, we will be our own. It, humans will be their own demise, if you know what I mean. Yes, and I have to say that in my perception and my point of view. Actually, the pandemic might have done uh, something good to the film and to the ability of people to perceive it because I think that we already uh, started a reflection on some things and now we are more able to, I think, reflect on human nature and uh, the survival of our kind. I mean, there are so many things in this film. There's um, there's the concept of, you know, being a parent, being a caregiver. Uh, what, what, what does it mean to be alive, to survive? I mean, it's very existential in a way. I don't know if you agree. Um, well, thank you for saying that. Um, I, I mean, I definitely kind of, no, I agree. And ultimately, I think it's a hopeful film, but it definitely holds a mirror up to us as a species, what we're doing, the possibilities of where we could end up. It deals with the, you know, AI cloning. Where, where, exactly. uh, so I think it's it definitely, I wanted it to be, because I mean, I love science fiction. And what you can do with science fiction is you can you can ask these big questions. But sometimes, you know, good science fiction has an emotion as well. And it's mm. definitely kind of the emotions that we feel of being parents, of being human and what it means to be human. And um, so I definitely wanted to ask those questions. So I'm really glad that you've picked up on that. And I think the pandemic definitely brings a relevance and it makes it more real for the audience after it's watching now definitely since this this is your first um long feature film uh what were the difficulties and what are you the most proud of the difficulties i mean i have to say i mean it's been a really enjoyable experience but it's taken years the difficulties have been I think at one stage, it, because it's a sci-fi thriller, mm -hmm. early on in the development, I worked with a script editor and it, it kind of morphed into a horror film that I didn't want to make. Mm -hmm. And um, and actually, we, we, did, we it was difficult to get funding for that. And then it was like, okay, we need to go back and just start again. And we did that and we went back to the original idea of it being a thriller. So I think that was a big one to kind of really stop and then yeah. completely take and it was the right decision but it was it was it was a difficult one um i'm most proud of getting there. And you know what it's been really nice at the festival some of my crew came out my designer the producers have been here um, and some friends so it's been really lovely to make something with friends and to shoot it it feels like my dad got involved my sister got involved you know so it very kind of it, it's a little film but it doesn't look like a little film um, 
What am I most proud of? I'm most proud of, I think kind of like any filmmaker, you just have to be persistent and keep on going and mm. keep on going and get it done. And, um, and it's because it was my first feature, it was a huge learning curve. And we did the, it's an Irish Italian co-production. Yes. So we shot it in Ireland and then we did the post-production in Rome. So it was very fabulous. All of the people that I worked in, with in Rome have such a passion for film. They're so skilled, musicians, the great of the sound design. It was fabulous. All the VFX, the VFX supervisor. So it was wonderful I'm a, being able to kind of make, shoot something in Ireland and then post it in Rome. I just loved it because it just felt very European. So I, I, I'm, I think I'm most proud of that about like kind of how broad it was in, in the making. One last thing, what do you hope for your future as a filmmaker and for the future of this film? For the future of this film, 100%. I hope that it gets a good audience and that people see it and that it gets get a, as big an audience as it can. Um, it's a cool little film, I think, kind of. So I'm really proud of it like that. Um, and the, for the future of me, I've got some other scripts in development. And again, like you mean, kind of, I love genre. And, but my main focus is character. So, um, I just hope I get the opportunity to make, make more films because, um, again, because it's my first film, I've learned so much on this and just enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. And the whole creative side of it, I adored, you know, the, it's, there's so much to filmmaking that it has been amazing to learn, to see. And, you know, I've made shorts before, but the feature film, um, It is such a different kind of language to learn that I'm eager to kind of now I know the rules more to <laughs> yeah. kind of get the chance to play to play with those rules now. Because I think for the first one, it's like, you know, it, it, it's distinctive. But yeah, I want to kind of make something even more distinctive next. Yeah, it's like having a second son or daughter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, completely. I think kind of when we finished. It, and I would describe it as it was felt like I took a big backpack off my back that I've been carrying for years and you don't realize it but it was going okay that's done that's amazing it's it's we have something that's there and we can kind of it's a thing now it's a child yeah no I agree uh, Alan so I, I really hope and I think that we will meet soon in the in the future for your next project so i wish you the best and good luck or in bocca lupo as we say in italian since the film is half italian uh with uh walking oh thank you very much it's been really nice to talk to you thank you so much we've been talking to alan friel director of walking screening at the 23rd trieste science plus fiction festival this is chiara nicoletti for fred the festival inside fred 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 24 7 on fred fm and smartphone app